And currently, we have 39 degrees in the Lynchburg area. We have uh, 40 in Roanoke and Salem. We have 39 in Amherst and also in Alta Vista this morning. Could be seeing a little bit of rain as you're heading out and uh, perhaps some clouds here and there. Just keep in mind, uh, maybe allow yourself a little bit of extra time this morning as uh, you're heading out. Well, inflation is real. It's uh, something everybody is having to deal with. Of course, the star of the moment right now is is eggs. Uh, that seems to be uh, something that everybody is acknowledging just how crazy expensive uh, they have become. One of the other things that, that we've been talking about or a lot of listeners have been texting about is the lack of variety that's in grocery stores right now. Uh, aisles that used to go on for you know half an aisle, things like the pasta section, your flowers, your cornmeal, that type of thing. Uh, now you're down to just a, a couple of choices, and perhaps some of your favorites have gone away. I was talking with um, Todd Ramsey from FNL Market yesterday, and he says the reason for a lot of that is a lot of the mills are closing down. They started closing during the pandemic, and even more of them uh, are closing now. So a lot of those favorites are going away. And will they reopen them? I don't know. He says a lot of them are family-run, and they've been run and passed down from family to family for decades. But I, I just don't know if young people want to have have that life anymore. But it is it is depressing. If you're a cook and you really like to cook, that's when you lose one of your favorite products, it's a, a, a little bit difficult. So. May this kind of, if if you, Duke's mail was oh not on a shelf, please pray for this country because Janet might bring a storm. I, 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 yeah, if it's not going to be pretty, it's going to be very very ugly. And I do have I do have other things that are favorites, but I can Hudson cream is typically my favorite um, flour that you know that I like. Tay Valley is a great product. Uh, if those went away, I would be, I'd so be like, pretty I'm, upset. I'm not really into brands. Like I, I would gen- generally, if I had to, go for the um, generics. generics. And I do too. With a lot of things, I will absolutely go for a Feels generic. Feels like it tastes the same. If it's a good generic. Yeah. Not all generics are created equal. Take, True. for example, ketchup. Oh, I do uh, you, Heinz ketchup. Well, Heinz or Hunts? Uh, uh, no, do, no, I don't do Hunts. My, my kids, I typically do my highs. kids know if it's Hunts, they know if it's Del Monte, and they will not eat it. But do they high. do enjoy the Aldi brand of ketchup. Mm. It's a it's a very good brand, and they do they will they will eat that one. Mustard always go with the with the generic. Yeah, I have to go grocery shopping because I have nothing. <laughs> oh dear. Well, prepare yourself. But, uh, inflation is taking its toll especially for older Americans and um, and and it's leaving a lot of Americans struggling with some really high prices for essential things not only is gasoline ticking back up again uh, but groceries and health care are unbelievable I received a bill yesterday for lab work that was almost two hundred dollars for lab work at a walk-in I mean, this was this was UTI lab work. This wasn't like it was some major. It was unbelievable. Um, so healthcare certainly uh, changing, and as the cost for necessities are 
increasing, many people are having to make really tough decisions. And let's not even get started on the whole power bills. I had a girlfriend oh send me a power bill that I was showed you my, $900. I showed you my one for this month, right? Yeah. Well, you were on the air. I yeah. thought it was something to do with sports. Nope. There was so much of a reaction. And you and your little apartment, and that was just, a, you don't have a huge apartment or didn't no. have. And it was, what, 200 Two, Yeah, 230 Yeah, $230. And now you have a house that you have to. I might have to make a GoFundMe so I can keep the lights poor on. Little, poor little hokey sitting in the dark right now. Um, the, nation, the Nationwide Retirement Institute has shown that over the past 12 months, one in five American households have had to start receiving food or food goods from a food bank. 22% for millennials. So this is hitting both ends. And the same amount stopped buying healthier foods like organics or higher priced healthier foods. Nearly one in five Americans say they've skipped meals or they didn't buy groceries due to high inflation. That includes 28% of Gen Z and 23% of millennials. Yeah, but are they still going after their Starbucks? That's what I want to know. Are you still paying $5 for a 50-cent cup of coffee? That would be one of my questions. Uh, in a recent Federal Reserve report, it was found that consumers are also taking on more credit card debt just to pay for everyday expenses. Depleted savings, skyrocketing costs have many middle and lower income Americans living in a precarious financial situation and in need of help, which is particularly concerning as most signs point to a recession this year. While food insecurity deepens, too many Americans are also struggling to pay for health care expenses. The survey also revealed many people have canceled or postponed plans in the past 12 months to see a specialist to take prescribed medication or to get an annual physical due to high inflation. This goes back to what we were talking to the last hour. Anytime anybody dies, they immediately want to say, oh, it was the COVID shot. It's because they got the COVID shot. And yet we're doing things in our life, in our it's lifestyle. Not it's not healthy. We're, you know, we're eating poorly. We're not taking our medications. We're not going to our doctor's appointments. You've, you've got to, you know, mama used to talk about everybody's got big rocks. You got to decide what your big rocks are when, and, and she, you know, you would get the, the container and you would put as many rocks as you can fit in there. That's what's going to take up the most of it. And then you can fit in stuff with water around it. That's what you can fit in, but that's least important. You got to figure out what the big things are that are most important in your life. Your health is really important. If you let it, you think your health care is expensive now, you let something go and become a really huge problem. And then, then that's really going to get ugly. Um, they're saying high inflation also taking a toll on mental health. Top stressor for many individuals. It's, you know, even with couples, it's, it's usually money or sex. One, or, one of the two. Uh, maybe both. Because most people's financial, physical, and mental health are all connected. They say it's imperative that Americans are receiving the care they need instead of canceling or postponing to see a mental health professional um, as, as most people have done in the past. So um, lots of folks are saying even though 
their health care expenses has, have gone up with no relief in, in, spot, in sight. They've been squeezing every penny. Um, but their health care premiums are increasing. And so is the prescription drug cost. We have great insurance, always have had. And when your HR person says, you know, this is when the new health care is kicking in and it's crap, you know it's crap. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really bad sign. Um, here is another concerning thing from this, and then I'll move on. Less than a fifth of Americans have adjusted their family's budget to allocate for health care expenses in the past 12 months. And 14% say they're considering downgrading their plan because of high inflation. And they're saying it's important that all Americans leverage resources available. And the survey found that half of employed adults have access to a health savings account through their employer, but only 30% contribute to one. And of those who do, just 33% maximize the triple tax benefits by using the HSA as a long-term savings vehicle for future health care expenses in retirement. It's time to take a serious look at your budgets and uh, to kind of change up those priorities. It's, it's really important. If you're wanting to save money, we have a way for you to do that. Insane Radio Deals. You can go to InsaneRadioDeals.com and you can get some great prices. If you're wanting to, to really improve your health, consider Crosswhite Athletic Club. There's some memberships on there. Uh, three-month memberships, three-month couples memberships are on there. And there's even some family memberships on there as well. Uh, so that would be a great way for you to improve your health and save money as well. Want to keep your kids healthy and yourself. Uh, get Air Trampoline Park. There's several things on there. Uh, for that, Aquatrek Adventures is on there, uh, Lynchburg Car Wash, Southern Roots Hair Salon. Go check it out and see how much money you can actually save. You're helping out the radio station, but you're helping your budget big time when you shop there. And then here's another one we want to tell you about. Um, there is a boxing event coming on March the 18th. That's on a Saturday, and it's called The Nights That Never Die. This is a pretty exciting event. That's coming up. If yeah, you're I'm pumped to man. go. Um, this young man out of Amherst is pretty incredible. And a lot of people are watching him. There's going to be people flying in from all over the world to see him in Lynchburg at this boxing event. Now, everything is sold out except for some bleacher tickets. They go for $60. But if you go to InsaneRadioDeals.com, you can get those for half price while they last. So if you're a boxing fan or you want a guy's night out, this might be just the thing for you. It's going to be at the Turner Gym at the University of Lynchburg. And it's going to be on March the 18th, which is a Saturday. You want to save on those tickets? Go to InsaneRadioDeals.com. We'll be back with more. Thanks for spending your Monday with us. We are The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. 
Have you been watching me in my kitchen? Because this is the soundtrack of my dinner time lately. You're having the time of your life when you cook? I am having the time of my life when I cook. Uh, Typically, here lately, I've been in a real 70s frame of mind and it just i don't know so i guess you're listening good. a lot of rewind 1039 <laughs> exactly it's just feel good music and that is what i listen to a lot when i'm uh, when i'm in the kitchen i purposely turned our you the u-haul i was using this weekend when moving to 1039 so the next person that uses it has to listen had to, to discuss had to discover it all those great 70s and 80s songs yeah that's true it's our sister station check it out if you're cooking dinner and you're in the mood for a little 70s music yourself tammy sent us an interesting article that i wanted to share with you if you're like me and uh they you know how they ask you those questions online what do you own a ridiculous amount of and and like my girlfriend put you know black boots that was her answer my answer was spices i have two full drawers equipped with spice holders that are filled and then i have uh, two and levels how, of a cabinet. Give me a percentage of how many you use of them. Like, I I mean, I would say on average, I use probably about 20, 25 different spices. Probably. Hmm, that's impressive. Uh, now, some I use more than others. Than others. Uh, I mean, I go through a ridiculous amount of dill and oregano, celery salt, onion powder, garlic powder, that kind of thing. Uh, but some, in all fairness, as to what you're speaking to, you don't use as often. And that's kind of what this article speaks to. McCormick, the spice folks, are warning customers to take a look at those spices. Whether you're a gourmet chef or maybe you just microwave an occasional frozen meal, chances are you have spices in your house. Uh, in fact, based on some uh, consumer surveys, uh, 300.62 million Americans use seasoning and spices in the past year. McCormick is the largest spice manufacturer in the world, but has a warning for all of the folks using those McCormick spices. It says, because most people don't go through their spices very quickly, unlike me, who blows through them, but not all of them, uh, seasonings wind up sitting on the shelves for years, and that can be problematic. The company explained how to tell if your spices are too old. And evidently, it's not that hard to figure out. And here's my question. Is it, are you saying you want them to get rid of them because they're old and they're not going to be as flavorful? Or is there something else going on? Um, they say it's not going to make you sick, but it's probably in your best interest not to use them in anymore. They lose their flavor and adding old spices to your dishes is pretty, pretty pointless. So one of the things you can do is you can you can check to see if they still have a pretty strong ammonia, uh, uh, ammonia aroma and taste, and a vibrant color. Um, they say you should replace spices every three years. Now things like cloves and nutmeg and things like that that's real seasonal. Well, nutmeg I use in other things, but there are some things pumpkin pie spice that that you don't use as often. So I get that. They say one of the easiest ways to tell if your spices are old is if they are housed in a rectangular tin or if they were packaged in Baltimore. And if that's the case, congratulations, your seasoning has been around for a quarter of a century. Wow. All right, that that probably is, it probably is time to get rid of those. Um, McCormick recommends 
you know, checking them, making sure that that they're as uh, fresh as possible. If not, you can keep them for a really, really long time, and they can sell the tins on Etsy for ridiculous amounts of money. So there's Smart. that. There's there's all kinds of, of people out there who pay a lot of money for things that are in the original. Okay, I definitely have some that are still in a tin, but I don't know if they're McCormick. But apparently, if if it's uh, if you look on the back, even if it's not in a tin, if it's made in Baltimore, Maryland, it's at least twenty five years old. Shoot! Now I'm going to have to go home and and check check on my spices, make sure they're not terribly old because they're not going to be as flavorful if they're that old. We got a caller on the line. Let's go to line one. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hi. Good morning, Janet. Hello <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, girl. Did you have a great oh, weekend? Yeah. I'm, I'm still celebrating. You know, I, yeah, speechless I was. <laughs> I said, it's not easy to make Ruth Ann speechless. No, it was a wonderful surprise. My son, Barry, uh-huh. Rose, Mark, yeah. Stevie, yeah. Leslie. Uh-huh. And guess who else? I Candy sent me a beautiful message. Thank you, I Candy. <laughs> and guess who else showed up? Salty. No way. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. Man, Salty was meeting yeah. everyone this weekend. I know. Met my mom. Wow. Uh, He's busy. Yes, indeed. Uh, I had a wonderful time. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so, so glad. Much. Yeah, you yeah. you deserved it. Happy uh, birthday, Ruth Ann. I wasn't allowed to say it on Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's, it, it, it was a surprise because I'm still talking to my son. How did you manage to do that? You know, once you tell a secret, it's no lot of, a longer secret. I can tell y'all anything that is a secret and you'd keep it. I yes, love ma'am. all of you. Thank Yes, ma'am, you, you can. So much. We had yes. so Trey, let me tell you, we had we had flowers in the center of the table and we had yes. balloons. Coming I saw up the photo, yeah, on Facebook. Top. Okay. So she comes in and she is like laser focused. She walks right <laughs> past us. She doesn't even <laughs> and Barry's like, Ma, Ma <laughs> Turn to the left and then when she turned around and looked at us, she just her just mouth was open. <laughs> It was so cute. Yes. It was really cute. Yes. Yes. Um, Thank you. So it's a beautiful gift. I love each and every one of them. And I still have the cake. I'm uh, not sharing it. I my said, no, I'm not sharing not it. Sharing it. <laughs> but the, the, the fragrance, I tell you, I smell so good. Oh, <laughs> I bet you do. Well, you're getting lots and lots of text in this morning. Uh, Ruth Ann, we love you so much. Hope you had a fantastic birthday. Uh, what a beautiful woman Ruth Ann is. She makes 82 look fantastic. Uh, <laughs> lots of happy birthday, Ruth yes, Ann. So, so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm still listening. Thank you. Oh, well, we, we do love you and, and hope it was just one of your best birthdays ever. It was. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. It was. Very I'm good. About it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Yeah, she was. She was. Ruth Ann is like got all the local celebrities. You salty? Like it seems like. Uh, well, Ruth Ann's Ruth Ann's a celebrity. That is true. She, she really is. is. That was that's. There's a good lot job. Of, Her son put it together. I'm assuming. Barry. Yeah. Good job, Barry. Yeah, he was. He was really funny. And I wasn't invited, but. 
You had. I was a little busy. <laughs> you were a little bit busy this weekend. For those of you who don't know, Trey has his own house now. Yep, you're that like was big boy, moving in. Mm-hmm. Seeing my power bill, I might regret it. I know. Seriously, you're you're in there with like a battery operated lantern, <laughs> a the crank. crank. That's right. <laughs> you got the crank TV. You got your, or you could hook it up to like an exercise bike, like on Gilligan's Island. You know what? <laughs> I'll just I'll tr- I'll get a uh, hokey like a. The bo- a, a, a big, big wheel, big wheel. wheel. Let them just. Uh. Yeah, we may all have to get very creative before this thing is through. Coming up after our break, now we will have your um, headlines. Kimberly McBroom is going to be joining us. She's going to be talking about that crash uh, on 460 that took place in Montgomery County. Uh, also, the school leaders in Newport News. Uh, how they're transitioning to class after the tragedy that they've had there. She'll update us on that. And then some taxing information as well. And then uh, Marco Galbraith going to be joining us to talk about some national things and some local stories that occurred over the weekend. So we have all that coming up here on the Morning Jam. Keep our number handy, 866-916-3776. We would love to hear from you. And uh, I did send out a wellness check text to dale uh i texted this is a wellness check text twice if you're okay if not i'm dialing 911 he hasn't responded i'm a little concerned but we'll uh you know we'll keep we'll keep checking on him make sure he's okay uh in the meantime we've got your news and weather on the way here on the morning jam on this virginia talk radio network station And we have 39 degrees in Lynchburg, 40 degrees in Bedford, 42 in Roanoke, 42 in Salem, 37 in Appomattox, and 39 in Amherst. You're listening to The Morning Jam. Marco Galbraith is on the line with us this morning from T4 Tactics. Of course, you know, every time we have Marco on, you know there's mayhem going on somewhere uh, in the world. It, it shouldn't be that way. It's not always that way. Sometimes you come in and co-host with me, and we get to talk about other things, don't we? Yeah, we can talk about fun stuff. I was going to say, you said the uh, temperature, 39 degrees, and I thought, that is Ruth Ann's age, right? Right. 39? If you, Late by, 30? By looking at her, you would think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ruth Ann. She is an absolute doll. She, I, I love her to death. She is. She's, she's a special Full lady. There's no doubt yeah. about that. So yep. where do we begin? Um, let's start with the uh, California, the mass shooting in yeah. California. Now, uh, of course, he was at large there for a while, but he but he was found uh, a self-inflicted gunshot wound. It's interesting how many times these situations end up that way, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're just about at their wit's end. And again, active shooters, most active shooters are not nutcases. They're not mentally ill people. They're people that feel like something's been going wrong. And I wonder if he was, I wonder, it'll be interesting to find out why he targeted this dance club. But a couple lessons that we have to learn. I, You know, I with T4 Tactics, I pride myself in going out to these locations, finding out what happened, and then teaching lessons learned. So right. a couple lessons here. 
we un- we have to understand that there's no age limit on an active shooter. We've had young as uh, six years old in Paragold, Arkansas, in the late 70s, and now we've had a 72 year old uh, man do this. So we can't profile them by age, race, color, sex, um, right. you know, any kind of orientation. Another thing we have to remember is we have to think outside the box. This was a celebration, and what does celebration bring? Bring it brings a lot of people together. Yeah. So. We've got to always, Targets, always remember sadly. these. Yeah, these attacks are reality. We got to boost up our. We should always have situational awareness. We should always have due diligence. But when we're having a special event, Christmas at church, Easter at church, we've got a lot more people there than normal, and that's what brings these active shooters in. That's their the definition is they're trying to kill a lot of people in a confined area. So. We have to, you know, they were doing this lunar um, uh, celebration. Mm-hmm. We have to realize we're going to have more people here. It's a special event. We may have to do some extra security or be due diligent uh, so this doesn't happen. Because and it almost that's seems what like people. it almost seems like they're because people are celebratory. It, it, it almost seems like they're annoyed by that or they're frustrated yeah, and you by get that. In, right. Right. People get into the mood where it's a celebration. The Las Vegas attack right. at the concert, it was, mm-hmm. it's a good positive event. So humans, the human mindset tends to get in, I'm going to have fun. And they put that out of their mind about, about personal yeah. safety. Nothing you know, bad's going to happen today. That's right. Nothing bad's going to happen to me because it always happens in Monterey, California. It happens in Las Vegas. It never happens here. Um, but it does. UVA and Chesapeake Walmart, it does happen in our area. Those Smith Mountain Lake reporters that were shot, um, Virginia Tech, it happens in our area. So we have to always remember that. Now, we don't want to live in fear or paranoia, but we want to have that level of awareness where we're, we're uh, you know, condition white is completely unaware. Condition yellow is aware. Uh, orange is a heightened sense of awareness. And then red is you're responding to something. So we want to kind of be between yellow and orange where we can we we're aware of everything and we're cognizant to our surroundings, but we're not living in fear or paranoia. We have to enjoy life. We have to go to these lunar celebrations. We have to go to concerts, but we have to be aware and we have to share information. If that guy doesn't look right or I get a bad vibe from that person, go tell somebody. Right. Right, and we're going to talk more about that in a second. Now, this guy was tied to the stance community. Um, Mm -hmm. Some reports even say he was an instructor with some of them. Um, And it was only after he went to the second location that he was confronted by a young man who managed to wrangle the gun away from him um, and and turn it back on him. He was probably mid 20s this guy was 72 so he did stand kind of a chance though that was a risky thing to do for sure absolutely but it may have been the last resort thing to do the first thing we want to do is you know and it depends on your level of training and there's a lot of people out there that think they're trained but when the time comes they're probably not going to perform to their expectations so we have to decide the best thing to do is put distance between you and the shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this kid that wrestled the gun away may have realized, I don't have any other choice. I'm going to have to go hands-on with this guy. And a lot of times, that's the only option you have. That's the best thing to do. But for the majority of people out there, even if you're carrying concealed, uh, unless you're trained in tactics and you know how your body's going to react, right. how absolutely upside down you're going to get because of heart rate and adrenaline, put distance between you and that shooter. Just get out. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, very, very important lessons learned. We, and and when we see, when we say see something, say something, a lot of people get in the mindset that, okay, well, this guy said something off color. We need to call HR or we need to call the police. Not every time it's That's call the not police. What a, we're talking about, right? Right, right. A lot of times it's counseling. A lot of times when we say see something, say something, HR can step in and do the employee assistance program or pull the person in through a threat assessment team and say, what's going on? Why, why are you frustrated? It could be something so simple, and now we've solved it. The person doesn't get arrested, but we've helped them through maybe mental health counseling or just one-on-one conversation. People don't talk anymore. We need to talk right. and communicate with each other to find out when someone is stressing out and fix that problem, help them. And it can make a difference, even if you see somebody, you know, being bullied, and and it happens at well, work. Yes. Make no mistake right. about it. Um, That's right. Even if you step in and and say something to your coworkers, like knock it off. You are not in middle exactly. school. Exactly. Um, and exactly. then perhaps be kind to that person. You you might be amazed at the difference that could make. Now we had a situation in in Amherst County where a Buckingham uh-huh. County man. Uh, at this point, he's been charged with voluntary manslaughter after uh, an Amherst County man, uh, Kevin Hartless, was found dead in a remote area um, that was off uh, Alhambra Road in uh, Amherst County. But now, I live in Amherst County. The rumor mill is absolutely rampant, as it always yeah. is, with yeah. situations like this. And now we have all these people who say, oh, they knew this was going to happen. They knew this was coming. You know, this guy's been mm-hmm. saying for a long time he was going to do this. And it absolutely infuriates me. Because right. I want to say, well, if you knew this was going to happen, why didn't you say anything? That's why, right. Why That's didn't you right. say well, anything at work? Why didn't you say anything yeah. to, to anybody? Yeah. Nobody tends to say anything. And, and we, we think about, you know, when they get a serial killer, for, for instance, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer or John Wayne Gacy, they interview the neighbors of these guys, and the neighbors say, I knew something was off. They're, he was always making comments. He was acting weird. Well, then say something. Tell something. Humans have a, uh, a gift from God, the hairs on the back of your neck and your gut feeling. Right. We can walk up to somebody and profile them, and it's not based on skin color. It's not based on where they come from in the world. It's based on that gut feeling. We've had it since we were babies. And if you walk up or you feel something's not right, or like with this Amherst case, I, I knew this was going to happen, then say something. There need, the victims need to be told, knock it off, because right. he's on you, first right. of all. Both You're of being those people stupid. Said Stop that. doing it. Right. That's right. You're, that's right. Because he's on you and he's making threats. So stop. And uh, and then and then he you know he he could have had some counseling or or somebody could have stepped in. But it's it, it, you know we always hear that in all these active shooter attacks. Well, he was bullied or he made threats or he was off the charts. Say something about it. Get and we're not talking necessarily an arrest, right. but we're talking get that person some help. Let them know that there's people on their side because again. A lot of the active shooters are not nutcases. They feel like they've been done wrong, and it's payback time. You know, when uh, when I was young and I, as I was growing up, um, my mother and father were really good at saying, you know, Janet, or, or in this case, Janet Lynn, 
said, use my both my names. <laughs> right. um, if you if you feel uncomfortable about something, if your gut tells you something's off, you always listen to it. And you might yes. maybe you are going to get embarrassed, but you know what? Who cares? Nobody cares. That's right. And we'll always, right. you know, we'll always support you. We'll always take take up for you uh, for that. And that was true in school. That was true in church. That was true in, you know, wh- whatever. Uh, if I called my parents that I need to be picked up, there was no questions asked. You just went and did that. I think you start teaching your children that super early. You teach them that yeah. young. And then it carries right. through with them, for sure. If people want to find out more, it, go ahead. Yeah, just instincts are very important. Like you said, it, you have to go with your instinct. When is your next um, uh, When is your next class here locally that people can uh, participate in? I've been seeing some of the testimonial videos. They've been so good. Yeah, the, I've got a firearm safety class concealed permit starting in 15 minutes, but I've got situation awareness. You know, I had to look at the schedule, but I am running a couple of them in February. But okay. if they go to my website, um, T4 Tactics, it's the letter T, the number four tactics. Uh, that situation awareness is a two hour, two and a half hour class. It's an absolute eye opener um, on why we do things and and in uh, our levels of awareness and how we respond. It, the pre attack and bad guys always send out pre attack indicators. Right. And if we learn those pre attack indicators, we're not going to get attacked. Most attacks are avoidable. Active shooter attacks are avoidable if the right practices are put in place. Exactly. Well, we thank you for joining us this morning. The uh, situational awareness, what a great class that would be to take. Check it out. It's uh, the letter T, the number four, tactics.com. Thanks, Marco. Thanks. You guys have a good day. You too. When we come back, um, there has been an interesting jailhouse interview with, uh, uh, what is her name, Deslane Maxwell? How does it, Giselle? Giselle. What is, it, is it Giselle? Yeah. Uh, Maxwell. Uh, she she has some interesting things to say about that Prince Andrew photo. We'll have that coming up here on The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. The definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. A common sense radio talk show. The Morning Jam. 866-916-3776 is our phone line. Got a few minutes left in today's show. Looks like some things are... uh, Uh, taking place there for the Ukraine. Poland's prime minister has said today that they will seek Germany's permission to send leopard tanks to the Ukraine amid its ongoing war with Russia. And Poland is working at building a coalition of countries to send, um, is that what they're called, leopards? Huh. To Ukraine. Uh, But even without approval, he said Poland will make its own decisions. says, we asked Germany for position, but it's a secondary theme. Even if eventually we do not get permission within this small coalition, even if Germany is not in the coalition, we will hand over our tanks together with the others to the Ukraine. And uh, German foreign minister told French television that Poland has not formally requested approval to share some of its uh, German-made tanks. But if we are asked, we will not stand in the way. 
So that's an interesting development for Ukraine there. Going to the phone lines now. Good morning. You're on the Morning Jam. Hi, who's this? This is Keith. Hi, Keith. I just wanted to say, how you doing? Good. I, I know we're uh, limited in no, time. No, you're good. You're I just good. wanted to say, I wanted to point out something when you're talking about inflation and having to make choices. Right. One thing people don't consider is that older adults with pets have to decide whether to keep the animal or not. Mm. And there are a lot more surrenders now than there were normally. So you just may want to put in a plug for the Humane Society or for animals. So, okay, so uh, let's talk about that. We've got time. We've got like five minutes left. So that's that's an eternity in radio time. So so how do we of course, the the best thing we could do is to make sure that those pets don't get surrendered, isn't it? Correct. And it's it's not just for the pet that the older adult has company. Absolutely. It's really, really important um, that they that they have that companionship many times. It might be a dog, maybe a cat. Um, so tell me about these Animeals. What is, what is this? That is a program that, uh, Meals on Wheels, uh, I guess co-sponsors. I'm not sure the arrangement, but they actually have, um, they, we take food out to homes once a month to, uh, provide food for the pets. And it's all over, uh, all throughout Lynchburg. Okay. All right. Well, Meals on so Wheels serves just, Lynchburg and the surrounding counties for sure. So correct. What, I mean, that's wonderful. I came, I came from St. Louis, where we actually had a pet food pantry where people could come in and pick up pet food for their animals. You know what, Keith? I think lo- we may need to people. start that. I think that's something we need to think about. Make it making happen. So. You text me, and we'll see if well, we can get that does. going. Yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. You and me, Keith, okay. we'll do it. We'll do it. Text me, uh, and we'll see if we can work that out. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for calling. Thank you. See, this is why I'm, I'm so glad when the the listeners call in and chime in. I didn't even I didn't think about that. Yeah, we did that story really earlier in the hour about. How, you know, especially senior citizens are having to make really hard choices. And he mentioned out uh, that surrendering a pet would be one of those. And we do see, we do see a lot of that um, happen when things get tight. So we need to make a pet pantry happen. I am motivated. Uh, the text number is 434-248-0704. If you want to help make that pet pantry happen, text me so we can get an army of people together to make it happen um and you know it wouldn't be that hard to buy a bag of cat food dog food to donate to a pet pantry so that those animals can stay in their home with the ones that they love and so that that older person is able to keep the pet that they love so much well i was telling you about this story with giselle maxwell is it giselle I don't, for some reason, I don't think that's right. But Jalene, Gislaine, Anyway, you know what I'm talking about the one that hung out with the the right hand dude to the you know the pervert guy Epstein. Um, so who killed she, himself allegedly? <laughs> air quotes on the radio. Um, she is a convicted sex trafficker at this point, 
And she said in her first jailhouse interview that that notorious photograph of Prince Andrew at her London home in 2000, she thinks is a fake. And she says she has no memory of ever introducing the pair more than 20 years ago. The Oxford-educated Maxwell, who is serving a 20-year sentence in a Florida federal prison for her role in a scheme to sexually exploit and abuse multiple minor girls with Jeffrey Epstein over the course of a decade, was recently interviewed by British broadcaster Jeremy Kyle from Behind Bars. The full interview is expected to air today on Talk TV, but in clips that were released for the special, Maxwell, with a phone to her ear at the Tallahassee jail, speaks, well, prison, speaks to uh, of Epstein. I feel completely divorced from the person that people reference and talk about in all the various newspaper articles, TV shows, and podcasts, she said. She also described the Duke of York as a, quote, dear friend who should be uplifted after they dropped a separate sexual abuse lawsuit against Dershowitz in November. Um, There was admission in court documents by the woman that she may have made a mistake in claiming Dershowitz had abused her as a teenager. Her story has changed so many times, it's hard to know what's true and what's not, she said. She believes the true story has yet to unfold. I have no memory of them meeting, referring to Andrew and this girl, and I don't think the picture's real. There is no original of that photo, only copies of it that have been produced, copies of copies. Parts of it look like it could have been photoshopped. I don't ever remember her in my home. I know that Virginia traveled with Jeffrey, and so it's entirely possible, but the photo does not appear to be real. I don't ever recall it's being taken. Um, I think it's fake. I don't believe for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. Sounds like she doesn't want to end up like Epstein. Well, (laughs) uh, I don't know. I just hope they, uh, I hope the cameras are working at the Tallahassee jail prison. I'm not into conspiracy theories. Like, I really am not. not, I'm not either. But that one seems like too, like. (laughs) That one is just too It's like, it's like too, it stinks. It's yeah, like it's like a high heaven. He just he was he just hung himself randomly one there, day when no one was on guard and the cameras you, weren't working. You gotta remember, um, you know, there's a lot of people who were affiliated with the Clintons that just you know weird things happen to. I just think every powerful person had some sort of connection to him, and it just seems like. We need to make a problem go there away. Were, there were a lot of people who, who... That list is long. Let's put it that way. Very, very long. Well, we will be back tomorrow. Look forward to spending Tuesday with you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Contributing, whether it was by phone or text or um, however it is that you were a part of our radio family. We're glad that you were with us for this Monday. Hope you have a great start to your week. We'll be back. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam.
You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.